Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. Well, they are on to straight out buying votes now, which, of course, I guess they've done in many ways throughout well, throughout the hours and minutes and days and years. But that's what is happening now. The Democrats have decided that King Biden has the authority. By the way, something that Pelosi even said, what, a year or so ago? I think I saw this on Fox News. I remember this vaguely. Biden lacks authority for student debt handout, Pelosi warned last year. But it doesn't matter because what matters is they have an election Do not give that coming up. What is – get some feedback there. Something playing out of my computer. There we go. So anyway, I've got this Fox – I've got this Fox article and this video just embedded in the article started playing. So – Anyway, Biden, of course, yesterday announced that there would be a, well, forgiveness of student loan debt. Forgiveness of student loan debt for borrowers who make $125,000 per year or less as individuals. And I think it's basically twice that for married couples. And there's also apparently a clause to where someone could have up to maybe $20,000 forgiven, which is, <laughs> it's not forgiven. It's paid for by you is what it is. But t- up to $20,000 if you include, I think it's Pell Grants, federal Pell Grants or some such thing. So this is the payoff. This is it. I mean, this is straight up where we are today in our world of politics where they know that they're in a world of hurt heading into the primary. And I think it's as simple as this. I mean, this is not, folks, this is not a principled, principled thing. Um, This is something, this is patronizing. This is designed to, you know, I, I guess in one sense, they have destroyed the economy so much that they have created a scenario where, forgiving someone for $10,000 of debt is going to be very noticeable to that individual because it's just a disastrous um, disastrous economic situation that we find ourselves in. So Biden has unilaterally declared this. And even a little over a year ago, Nancy Pelosi said that Biden did not have the power to cancel student loan debt. She said it has to be an act of Congress, but who cares about any of that because the left, when they're in power, it's just, isn't it ironic? At best, it's ironic to watch how how they make accusations against Trump. They'll do the same if DeSantis is president. They did the same when Reagan was president, when Bush was president. They'll make claims, they'll make statements that say, 
this guy is doing things that are dangerous to our system of government, to our whatever, our economy. It's usually terms like our democracy. But in reality, in reality, what is dangerous is when we have a government that's out of control, which this government is 100% out of control. The only thing that is, I should say 99% out of control, because there's one thing that keeps these jokers and clowns and lovers of big government in check, and that is the American people, the American people who still hold these jokers accountable for their actions. But let's let's talk about what Biden did. Let's ignore for a moment whether or not he actually can do this because we're in a campaign, and I'm sure Pelosi is going to find a lot less problems for this, probably no problems whatsoever, if it helps her and the Democrats somehow not lose as many seats, potentially maybe even keep the House. I'm not predicting that. It's They're in a bad position right now. But when you're now straight up buying votes, um, I suppose that that could change the dynamic, at least in certain, certain races. So let's talk about this for a moment. And I know there's a common refrain that I don't... I understand where it comes from, but I don't think it's the right first response. The right, I've, I've heard, and you've, you may have thought it, I've, I've, it's, I've thought it as well, but I don't think it's the best way to address, <clears throat> to address this. Some people, when they heard that the loan debt is going to be forgiven, student loan debt for these, uh, for these individuals, people have said, well, what about the people who paid them back? And I understand that. I mean, that is a fair question. What about the people who paid them back? My first thing is don't tempt them because if they thought it would help them politically, they might say, you know what, we're going to send out more checks, more checks in the mail to people who've paid off their student loans in the past 20 years or whatever. Whatever the, the cutoff is for the people that they think that might move politically to potentially vote for them in these 20 22 midterms. I don't think that's the right way of looking at it, though I understand. I certainly understand. I think the right way of looking at it is to say we have we have gotten to the point. First of all, folks don't know. They folks don't understand how government is funded. People think that there's just a big chest of money in Washington DC that has been I don't know, accumulated over time, or maybe the government they think has simply printed some extra money to put into a safe. I'm reminded of the days of Al Gore running for president back in 2000 when we were talking. Those of you who are younger will not obviously remember this, may not have even heard of this, but there was a debate on the privatization of Social Security. And that, of course, was deemed dangerous by the left because what could be more dangerous to the left than taking money out of government coffers and putting it into the hands of individuals to do with it what they choose? I mean, that's, of course, the the height of irresponsible in the minds of these radical leftists. But Al Gore used to say things like, we're going to put it in a lockbox, Put the money in a lockbox. And so everybody's going to have for their Social Security accounts 
a lockbox and you're going to put your money in a lockbox and it's just going to be there for when you need it when you retire. Folks, that is not what Social Security is. As I've said on this program before, if you've seen the movie Dumb and Dumber, it's exactly 100%. It is 100% what Social Security is. It's when you open, I open, whoever's accessing Social Security opens up their quote-unquote lockbox that Al Gore pretended existed, which didn't. It's full of IOUs, just like Harry and Lloyd bought the Ferrari or Lamborghini or whatever they bought, and the mobster was expecting to see a bag of cash, but instead found a, or maybe a briefcase, full of IOUs. And he, of course, asks, what is this? To which Harry, Jim Carrey's character, pulls out a receipt (laughs) for the Ferrari, or I forget what kind of car it was, Lamborghini maybe, and he says, Sir, this is as good as my, this is as good as hard cold cash. And for example, let's look at this one, $250,000, you might want to hold on to this one <laughs> because this one you're going to want to make sure you get redeemed at a future date. We're good for it. Harry and Lloyd who between the two of them had about 19 cents to rub together and a parrot who had its head taken off, but the point is, the point is that movie came out when I was I think in high school. All right, us maybe maybe early college, but anyhow. So this is what happens when, well, when the government's involved. There is there is no money now. I understand for those of you that I don't say that to people who are on Social Security to somehow. I do not want to be misunderstood. I'm not saying that that's wrong of you to take what they promised from you. That is not my point at all. My point simply is the money isn't there. The money is not there. It should be there. They told you it would be, but they raided it long, long time ago. And now people who are getting social security benefits are getting that paid for by the contributions of people who are paying into social security today, which again, do not miss it. I get emails from time to time. This is not, this is not meant to be a criticism of the individual on it. 100% not the case. If you qualify for Social Security and you want to take it, then I then you should take it. I'm saying that there's no money. I'm saying that we pretend, the left pretends, like there's this big pool of money that is just sitting somewhere in Washington, D.C., and they're going to miraculously forgive, forgive the student loan debt of people who have under their own volition and of their own willpower, decided I'm going to pursue this degree, study at this college, take on this amount of debt. I'm going to sign the papers. I'm going to promise to pay it back. But now, after I get out of school, after I get my diploma, suddenly I decide I really would prefer not paying that back. And so some people think that the government just snaps their fingers maybe whistles a tune, whatever they do, and miraculously wipes this number out of existence. But folks, someone pays for this giveaway. 100%. It is not free. Actually, I thought about it. I told Oz this earlier. I thought about coming out on the program today and saying, I am in favor of free college. And I've got, I've got a perfect way 
that this can happen. And here it is. Professors, universities, higher education professionals work for free. That's how you get free education because this is the, this is the point. Someone is getting paid for something that they're providing to someone else. So there has to be payment. There is no maybe there's payment, anything like that. There is someone who is trading their time and expertise and abilities for something to someone else that someone else is then benefiting from that. A transaction has been made, so there has to be a payment. So unless the person is doing it for free and unless the college can somehow keep its lights on, feed students for free, all those things without, a, a, you know, costing us one single red cent, then someone is paying the bill. And so if the student who graduated, the student who agreed to take on the debt, the student who signed their name, pledged their, um, you know, their willingness, their commitment to pay back that loan, that person is the one who is responsible for this. No one made anyone go to college. No one made anyone go to college. I suppose there's parents out there that make their kids go. But I'm saying, if you're a taxpayer, you did not make anybody go to college. You might not have gone to college, which, by the way, if you haven't, do not. Do not make the mistake of thinking you missed out on something wonderful and that you are somehow, I know people like this, they feel like that they... They don't have a certain amount of, uh, I don't know, credentials or something for not having graduated. That is not the case. Some of the most successful, intelligent people I know did not go to college. Now, there's incredibly successful and intelligent people that went to college as well. But the two things don't turn out to be really related at all. It's all what you make of the experiences you have. And sometimes we confuse education with intelligence. Sometimes we confuse the ability to remember answers for a test to appease some leftist professor with the ability to know how to think, explain what you believe, why you believe it, articulate those things, communicate, lead, whatever else. Sometimes we confuse those those things. In fact, I would say... I learned, when I think about starting this show, when I think about some of the other things I've done um, as I've, you know, as an adult, professionally, or what have you, I think that the lessons I learned in sports, I played football in high school and, and college, I think some of the things you learn there, some of the intangible things like tenacity, toughness, um, no, figuring out a way to win, figuring out how to work on a team. I think that that stuff is arguably sometimes more important. And again, I'm not I'm not poo-pooing education in general. I'm poo-pooing what it's become, which is a liberal indoctrination camp in many cases. Oh, no, it's not even liberal. A radical leftist indoctr- indoctrination camp. A radical, well, an anti-God indoctrination camp camp or what have you. That's what it's become in many instances. But the bottom line is somebody has to pay. And the person that should pay based upon logic and the person who made the commitment to fulfill the payment, 
they've now been cut out of the equation because Biden grabbed his cell phone and pen like Obama did and suddenly said, I'm going to magically say you don't have to owe this. So now someone's going to pay it, and it's going to come in one of two forms. It's either going to come in the form of higher taxes or it's going to come and be paid for because the government is going to inflate the value, well, inflate currency, basically create inflation where your currency actually is worth less because they have to pay for these promises that they make so that they get the votes of these people, at least make them pause and hesitate and think, man, you know, I know the economy's terrible, but man, Biden sent me 10 G's, man. I got to vote for this. Well, he's not on the ballot, but you know what I mean, the Democrats. It's, it's, all, by, it's, it's all by association. I got to vote for the Democrats because Biden took care of me. Forget the fact that he's created a recession, his policies, the radical left's policies. Forget the fact that inflation is through the ceiling. Forget the fact that we have an open border. And by the way, most Americans think there's an invasion uh, along the southern border now because it's so wide open. Forget all those things. He gave us $10,000. Literally at this point in time, buying votes. I don't know how else to say it because that is exactly what's happened. I've got to take a time out, my friends. Sit tight. Plenty more to get to today. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. I didn't say off the top. Normally, I say if you have your thoughts, questions, feedback, you can send it to my email, Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. You can also text us, 317-210-2830. You can text or you can leave a message on the Huff hotline should you be so inclined. Just make sure that those messages also include a certain amount of adoration and praise. On occasion, someone might get a message back from me saying not an appropriate amount of adoration and praise. So be advised. Be advised, my friend. So let's get back into this discussion about, about education and the paying off of debt. First of all, someone pays for it. Someone pays for it. It is the American taxpayer who pays for it. And this notion... I, th- to me, this <laughs> this is about as clear of a situation that could possibly exist in my mind. You have a school, and look, I think education is way, way, way overpriced. Way overpriced. And let me say this to parents. I know some of you have kids in college. I mean, look, if that's, these are all your decisions, your kids' decisions, but I just, Pause and think. Pause and think hard about this. I know I'm from the era, Oz is from the era, where our parents um, worked really, really hard, really hard um, to send us, to help to send us to school, to college. In fact, I was the first on my in my family to graduate from college. I don't know if Oz, do you know, Oz, if you were? Oz is thinking. She thinks she might not have graduated now that I... Oh, she did. She, she thinks she is too. So it was a big deal, right? So parents, they, they understood that, hey, you know, I want to... I want to give my child... And I'm... Folks, I had this. 
I had parents who didn't made sacrifices for me. Many of you parents are doing the same thing today. Many of you adults had the same, well, if you're in your, well, whoever, whatever stage of life you're at, in most instances, there's always exceptions. Sometimes, sometimes there's bad parents, and I'm sorry if that's what you had to experience. Uh, but, but in general, parents tried to prepare their kids to give them a little bit better of a life, to set them up um, for success in ways that they didn't have for whatever reason. And college at one point in our history was part of that reason. You know, there's studies that'll show if you go to school, you make more money. But now it's it's been so watered down. Now there's there's too many there's too many college degrees. There just are. I, I don't know how else to say it. If it wasn't true, then why do these trade schools I mean they never have enough people going through. The people that come out and get certified or go through the apprentice programs or whatever of trades, they can kill it with income. They can absolutely make a fantastic living. And a lot of folks enjoy that. And if that describes you or your child or your grandchild or whatever, then I say pursue it. What is what is wrong with it? There's no there is no in my mind, now maybe to the elitist radical leftist, but candidly, I don't care what they think, and I would encourage all of us to not care one hoot about that. But I don't think of it in terms like that. I don't think, well, <clears throat> I have a college degree. In fact, I'm just going to be honest with you, and I hope this doesn't offend anybody, but when I meet someone and the first thing they want to do is talk about the amount of degrees and stuff, they, I mean, again, there's different types. If you have multiple degrees and you've learned a lot, I mean, fantastic. I mean, you can do that. There's people that, some incredibly intelligent and successful people that do that. There are some people that just check off the boxes who simply create a program in their minds whereby they know how to regurgitate information for tests. They get degrees and they want to talk about it because sometimes I think that's where they've placed all of all of their value which is sad as well different types of people with different experiences my my point is college is not for everyone anymore in fact one of the reasons it's gotten so expensive is because government keeps paying for it and this is not going to help this is not going to help and in and one way of looking at this is that the government just admitted biden just admitted that he has made life his policies have made life for the average american so unbearable that he he says look i've got to step in and you know make you not have to pay money back that you promised to pay back for something you agreed to do i've got to step in and keep you from having to do that because the economy is such a disaster you can't even make enough money to keep up with the debt it is it is swallowing you whole. And so I'm going to step in with my policies and fix it and just arbitrarily forgive some silly amount that I just decided, my team and I decided we were going to to forgive, even though Nancy Pelosi said a year ago that I couldn't even, it wasn't even within the power of the presidency. And so now the taxpayer is on the hook for it. The taxpayer 
you. And how, so it, I understand the argument that says, you know, I paid all mine back. Why do they not have to pay all theirs back? I understand that. But it's really, to me, more, it's, if, if we compare one or the other, a lot of people will say, hey, then let's just keep, keep the gravy train of coming. How about we say simply, people who didn't engage in the transaction, people who didn't pledge money, don't owe it. How about that? How about that for a concept and a policy? If you didn't sign a paper saying you would pay back money for someone's education, then you shouldn't have to pay it back. It's pretty simple to me. This is incredibly black and white to me. But of course, there's a lot more going on here. And what is there that's going on here? Election time. It's election time. This is perhaps the biggest attempt to buy votes in the history of American politics. Sign into law, or not into law, just with the stroke of a pen or what have you. Biden has apparently solved this problem for people that exists only because the economy is a disaster or because education is so outrageously priced to begin with, which of course, again, is the fault of government for making too many funds available to where colleges hadn't, there's no downward pressure on the cost of college. And so now it's at outrageous amounts of money and now the government's paying it. What do you think that's going to do? Is that going to make colleges more inclined to um, you know, raise their prices or less inclined? I mean, if they're getting the money, no matter how much they put on the price tag, doesn't it stand to reason that they'll keep upping it? Doesn't it stand to reason the only thing that'll get them to stop and think maybe we're too, pri- too high priced is if students can't get the funds as easily as they could or if people are unable to pay them back and there's not special protection status on the repayment of school loans. They act like they want to protect the taxpayer, but the truth is they want to overburden the American taxpayer. You shouldn't have to pay for something that you had nothing at all to do with. This is not a constitutional responsibility of our federal government, but because there's a stroke of a pen by the President of the United States, suddenly it becomes your problem. That, my friends, is not the way that things are supposed to work. Timeouts in order. Listening to conservative, not bitter talk. Oz told me last segment, I'm saying that too fast, so I'm slowing down. Be back in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. Oz has informed me that the speed of my last statement, last segment, was satisfactory. So happy to pass that along. I had this in the stack of stuff. We'll continue this discussion on on public, well, the taxpayer paying off student debt for people that agreed agreed to take it on. People who agreed to take it on suddenly think, man, that's more money. That's more money than I think I should have to pay. Forget the fact that you agreed to it. Forget the fact that you signed all sorts of papers. It was explained and. There were disclosures showing you payments and deferral periods and all that stuff. Forget any, all of it. Doesn't matter. Suddenly people say, you know what? I just think. I think Biden should eliminate my debt. And of course, Biden says, hey, I'm happy to do it because at least it's something positive in the minds of the people whose debt I am forgiving. By the way, 
I've seen a couple of numbers on this. You've seen like the 300 to 330 billion uh, dollars, but there's other groups who report much, much higher numbers. In fact, I saw a number of like 900 and almost a trillion, almost a trillion dollars here. Nobody knows. No one's ever going to know any of this stuff. It's why Social Security, there's no lockbox. It's why there's no money in your account. That's why you can't count it as an asset. That's why you can't use your Social Security payments, what you've put aside, what they were supposed to put aside for you. You can't borrow against it. You can't add it to your net worth. It doesn't exist. It's being paid for money that's not in the account yet. It's being paid for money that they're taxing from someone else, which, again, I'm not saying those things to say you're wrong. I've, I've had these emails before. That is not my point. It's, I'm saying the system is broken because the people who have been running it have done things egregiously wrong. And these folks have to be held accountable, and they're simply, they're simply not. And now we're making a mistake doing the same thing as it pertains to college loan debt. So there was, in my stack of stuff a couple of days ago, uh, but, 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 an activist who I believe was also a state, I think she's a state or was a state senator maybe, um, she tweeted. She tweeted about this. Now just listen to this. She's someone who supposedly, yeah, she's former Ohio State Senator Nina Turner. She's an activist. She's a leftist. When it was announced that this sort of thing was coming, student loan debt was going to be potentially forgiven by Biden with his cell phone and his magical pen. She, former Ohio State Senator Nina Turner, went to Twitter and tweeted out this absolutely ignorant tweet. And it says the following. FYI, that's for your information, Student debt cancellation isn't paid for by the taxpayers. The federal government is the lender, she writes. It's costlier for the government to hold on to the debt. Let me read that again. Student FYI. So she's just, this is a public service. She's trying to help us dunces make sense of the stupid Keynesian economics crap that we're subjected to by the left. Student debt, she says, student debt cancellation isn't paid for by the taxpayers. The federal government is the lender. It's costlier for the government to hold on to the debt. So this is apparently a good financial decision. It's a good financial decision in the minds of this radical leftist and others like her, I guess, to give away money and then not expect people to pay it back. Reminds me of an episode of The Office, as most things do, when Michael was trying, was working with Oscar, <clears throat> who's the accountant, one of the accountants, and he said, isn't it a good thing for a business to ever lose money? And Oscar says, I ran the numbers on this, and in this case, it's better to make money. <laughs> and that's basically what she's saying here. She's saying that the federal government is the lender. By saying the federal government is the lender, she is making a statement that she apparently doesn't understand who funds the federal government is the point. The federal government is funded by you. The government does not, hear me out, they do not produce anything. 
what do they produce? They produce red tape. They produce obstacles. They produce takers. And, and look, the guy, I'm not saying this is not meant to be construed to be a completely... I'm not saying there should be no government. There should be a limited government with that's working within its defined role, and that's it. And understand that the government is not producing anything. It is it is taking taxes to provide the base basic constitutional services or uh, responsibilities. That's what it should be doing, but it's not. But to say the federal government is the lender and the taxpayers are not on the hook because the federal government is, it is about the stupidest thing you can say because the federal government exists, is funded by the taxpayer. That's where the money is. I know I know that this, this is going to sound crazy to some of you, but there are some leftists, some Democrats, some socialist types that believe that the government creates wealth and then it decides how much money each profession or each individual should get. Now, that's how the utopian communists want it to work, and they think everybody's share should be equal. Of course, the only thing that's equal is our sharing in misery, but that is not at all how it works. The public, excuse me, the private sector, the individual produces something of value, produces GDP, produces economic activity that can be measured in real dollars, And then that money, a percentage of that money, is taken in the form of taxes to fund the federal government, which includes now, because of Biden's magic pen, the forgiveness of student loan debt that someone, again, agreed to pay back, signed the papers, and then had, I guess, buyer's remorse. I mean, in some ways, I guess I understand it because if you really stop and think about a lot of the things you're taught in college, they're probably not worth paying for. Now, I'm talking to people who, I mean, if you were in engineering or medical school and all, that's different. But if you're in, like, humanities, social sciences, and that sort of stuff, I'm just, my experience is there were, I've learned a lot more by reading and studying and doing things outside of school. Some of the things I was taught in college I mean, I had to I had to have a constant filter to keep the junk from getting into my mind and my subconscious because I mean, I had I had atheist professors, I had communist professors, I had a complete pacifist professor who thought he was morally superior because he told the class if he saw his wife getting assaulted and attacked, he would not step in, he would reason with the person. These are the types of people that I had as professors. Now, did it help me understand how the left thinks? Absolutely. I had a militant f- feminist as a professor. I got along with a lot of these people, but this is who they were. They didn't like. I mean, we got along, but they didn't like what I stood for and thought. In fact, some of them, one of them in particular, I think made it his mission to <laughs> to make sure that um, you know he he tried to get me to sign up for internships in these leftist organizations and so forth to try to fix me, I guess. Anyway, I just, this is silly. This is silly. It's not constitutional. It is not some sort of heroic action. It's, this is going to cause more mess for economics. It's going to cause more inflation because it's adding to the government's, it's either going to add, add to inflation or to taxes. That's, there's no other way around it, my friends. Quick time out. Listen to Conservative Not Better Talk. 
I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. Sorry, I've got a lot of different gadgets here and buttons that I'm I'm pressing because I want to get this in before the end of the program. Biden, as he announced yesterday, that he was magically erasing student loan debt. Poof, gone. Poof. As he's walking away from the podium, he gets questions from journalists and he stops. In fact, he's out the door. I can. His staff had to be holding their breath because they knew something was coming. But I want you to listen to this response. It's just, I mean, disconnected and delusional, if you ask me. Here, listen to this. People who paid their student loans or chose not to take out loans? Is it fair to people who, in fact, uh, do not own multi-billion dollar businesses to see what these guys get more effective? Is that fair? What do you think? What about people who paid their loans, though, struggled to pay their loans, and now others don't have to? The world is he talking about? Is it fair, he says, someone says, is it fair that other people who have paid their student loans, now the, is it fair that they paid them back and now these folks don't need to? And Biden stops and says, is it fair that multi-billion dollar businesses get tax breaks and regular folks don't or something, some sort of thing like that? Th- these things are totally unrelated. By the way, um, Biden served in the, the Senate for a bazillion years. He... The tax code, I mean, there's plenty of opportunities to, to fix it. And I'm, I'm all on board with that, by the way. Well, if it's actually fixing it and getting rid of, simplify, making it simpler, more straightforward, and eliminating all the other stuff so that we don't have, well, millions of words that have to be sifted through and 90,000 IRS agents just waiting to come knocking on our doors to make sure that we didn't miss something, didn't dot an I or cross a T. So anyway, quick timeouts in order. My friends, come back and wrap up here in just a minute. Sit tight. Back in just a minute. So buying votes, that's really what this all comes down to. This makes no sense. This does ultimately burden the American taxpayer. This almost certainly will have a negative impact on pricing for education for college because again when when the schools are still getting paid they don't care how they're getting paid when they're still getting paid and there's money for wherever they set the price tag there's no downward force on prices this is just a bad situation all the way around and it's going to be footed by you whether you have a student or not what a shame my friends gotta go SDG. See you tomorrow. Take care. Did you know that over 20,000 chimney fires are reported annually? That's not counting chimney fires that go unreported. Routine maintenance and sweeping can be overlooked by homeowners, but maintaining a chimney is far cheaper than repairing one. Routine maintenance and sweeping can be overlooked by homeowners, but maintaining a chimney is far cheaper than repairing one. Luckily, Smalling Masonry has a team of certified professionals that build and maintain chimneys from the ground up. They know what to look for in all those soot-filled nooks and crannies. 
Visit smallingmasonry.com, that's smallingmasonry.com, or call 317-903-8121. On Saturday, September 17th at 9 a.m., Freegee and Freegee will be hosting their annual fall big boy toy auction in Clayton, Indiana. It will feature classic cars, specialty cars, automobilia, and more. See all the cars and register to bid at freegeauctioneers.com. That's F-R-E-I-J-E auctioneers.com. Get results. Go auction. License AC3120002. Our healthcare system is a mess, but you don't have to be one of its victims. How? By exercising your power of choice. Choose to be treated as an individual and not just a number. Choose to partner with a doctor who proactively helps you stay healthy. Choose to heal with Alpha Omega Wellness. Visit AlphaOmegaWellness.com to learn more about how you can take control of your health today. That's AlphaOmegaWellness.com. Alpha Omega Wellness, making healthcare convenient, affordable, and personalized.